finally, okay, they said, oh, you're from Haiti. I'm like, oh, I'm like, really? <laughs> and then I asked him, okay, how'd you know? Um, one other thing he said that, that's, that, that's very important. He said, because you were speaking proper, proper Portuguese. <laughs> <laughs> Hello and welcome back to Brazilian Experience Podcast, or B as we like to call it. I'm your host, Joseph Schmidtgen, and on the podcast, I'd like to share with you insights on Brazil and inspire you to learn more about this beautiful country. Today, we will be revisiting the conversation I had with Bosch intern Pierre Sirius and Brazilian experience intern Caitlin Coutinho, where we talked about communicating in Brazil. So, if this is your first time listening to the podcast, I suggest you go back and listen to the podcast before this one to understand more of the context of our discussion. And with no further ado, the podcast. Enjoy. This next question is interesting for you two since you've been to different places. And from my encounters with Curitibanos here, like people of Curitiba, they have spoken to me a lot about how Curitibanos are in comparison to other Brazilians. So this question is, are Brazilians friendly? Like when you talk, if you're ready to talk to a stranger, if you're trying to meet someone, I guess maybe if you had a bar or a cafe or any type of social situation and are are people friendly and open and how in your experiences how do different people like for you two you've you've both been to sao paulo so how do people from from sao paulo compare to curitibanos or for you how do people from salvador uh compare to people here so i'm gonna give it to you because i i know i get a good answer out of you every um <laughs> no nah, you can get a good answer out of kate too <laughs> um what i've what i've noticed is you know what they have in common? They they're they're very loving. They're very welcoming. Um, even even uh, if they don't really know you, they just met you for the first time. They welcome you as if you're an old friend. You know, um, they make you feel at home at their homes. Uh, that's one thing they all have in common. However, um, you know, one of the obvious things they have in common is is the accent. Um, they I think people from Curitiba they they uh, speak very fast. And it could be um, oftentimes just very <laughs> difficult to understand. Um, but that could be different from a different perspective. Say someone that's that was here for a while and then moved to uh, Sao Paulo, they would probably think, okay, people from Sao Paulo, they speak very fast. Um, since last year, I was in Sao Paulo. I spent five weeks there. And I'm fairly new here in Curitiba. And um, that I think that's the reason why I've, I, I can un- probably understand uh, people from Sao Paulo, uh, even if they're probably speaking a little bit quicker, I could probably understand and pick up what they're saying better than I could with someone from Curitiba. But besides besides that, I think um, they are f- very friendly, um, especially when they know that you are you are not from the area. When if you, if they know that you are a stranger, then they want to ask you how's your experience. They want to ask you where you're from, th- things like that. And maybe you can cover how people like socially different in Salvador as opposed to here. Yeah, um, I totally agree with everything you're saying, though, Pierre. So it was awesome. Uh, yeah, I think it's hard to generalize a whole population and even a region, but yes, definitely everyone is warm here. And in the Northeast, I mean, there are stereotypes for every region of Brazil. Um, but the Northeast, they're so warm there. They're very loving people. And, um, I've never have to do with the weather. (laughs) It has to do with the weather. (laughs) 
how did you figure it out? <laughs> um, no, people there, are, like, I've never felt more at home than um, in the Northeast. And um, it was it was a beautiful experience. And, yeah, that's why I kept coming back. So <laughs> I've been back a lot, and it's because of that. Yeah. All right. So... How, what's a good way to get to know people here? So like what, what, what you, what should you be doing to socialize? So what are you, I, I, I mean, I kind of get lucky meeting people here, uh, but I'll, I'll get to my point later. So how, how do you guys get to know people here? He's taking a call right now. He's very important. Uh, (laughs) How do you get to know people here? I think, um, it really helps. I think you come here for a reason, right? Like we came here for a reason and, um, yeah, right. There's a, there's a higher purpose, but you surround yourself by people who, who have the same passions and interests as you. And then it just branches out from there. I think it's just like in, um, in the States. Uh, and, but you know, I think Tammy, our our um, coworker, Joe Joe and mine coworker, Tammy, she's like everybody knows everybody because like it's so true. So once you know one person here, because um, everyone's so friendly, they'll introduce you to other people, and those people will introduce you to other people, and soon you'll like see everybody everywhere. So um, yeah, I think it's like the reason you come here is the kind of people that you will find yourself surrounded with. Uh, what's a good way to get uh, to know people here? Uh, I agree with what Caitlin said. <clears throat> Basically, here in Brazil, you meet people just like you would meet people in any other any other country, any other place. Um, you know, I would say here it's it's easier to meet someone to uh, you know just say hello, well, or iai, <laughs> you know, iai tudo bem, you know. And and Brazil, I think Brazilians are very responsive. Basically, if you if you salute them, you say hello, then they're very quick to respond back. If you say good morning, then you, then you're most likely gonna hear a good morning back. And you know, I, I don't really get that back home. I say I say good morning, and I, I, I get a good no, I get a good morning back if I'm lucky. Or you know, I would say hello, you know, probably to the <laughs> to the opposite sex, or and I get oh I have a boyfriend, <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> something like that. But you know, that that doesn't always happen, but. You know, I haven't gotten that here. You know, I've been saying hello to a lot of people, and, and I've always get, I, I'm well, how are you, things like that. So, you know, for meeting people, you meet people just like you would meet anyone else. Yeah. I mean, for for from my experience, it's a matter of just kind of like putting yourself out there to be able to uh, be like be in the position to where you're going to meet other people. So for instance, so yeah, it's easier for maybe Caitlin and I, because we are with, um, even though we're our Americans, some of the students that we do have are also fellow Americans and English speakers. And so there's this area in Kojiba called shopping which is kind of like a street that has tons of bars and it's always full every day and stuff. Right. And so always, you'll always find this when you're there is that like, 
when you're speaking English with your friends, someone's going to say, hey, where are you guys from? Because you're speaking English and then you like try to start speaking Portuguese, but it doesn't go right at all. And then you get into this conversation, you meet new friends and they say, hey, meet us. And then, hey, we're going to go over here. Then you go to that party with them and then you go to the party. Then you meet someone at that party and then you meet someone else. And you meet someone else. You meet someone else. Or, for instance, for me, I go to the gym a lot or I play basketball. I'll meet people at the basketball court. Or meet people at the gym and stuff like that. And uh, one little tip here. There's also a NGO called Hey, which works with uh, will foreigners or gringos, as they will call them, to help them acclimate to Brazilian culture more. And so they'll have like little tape. Uh, they'll have meetings so you can help. You can practice your Portuguese and help all also Brazilians there practice their English. And so you also make friends through there. And from that, I was able to become a part of a basketball text group. So that was pretty cool. Um, but it's just, it's just a matter of just getting out of the house and just going to the bar and just or going to whatever. It doesn't matter if you drink or not. But going to the park, just doing whatever, just putting yourself in the position where you're going to be able to uh, meet people. Uh, let's get to the next question. How does communication play a role in in your in your work life and, and we kind of talked about this a little bit yesterday because we had a, a group of um reflection uh for our program so basically this kind of goes along the line of what is work communication like in brazil is it different to where you're from or how does it compare to uh in those ways in in my experience and the um, uh, internship that I'm well the yes the internship that I'm doing here, um, we actually meet every morning to discuss uh, what's happening, what do we need, what are the issues on the project that we are working on. However, you know I think communication is very important in the work field, um, and I, I mentioned before that. You know, the people that are higher than you, it's like they're not really higher than you. You know, the way they um, approach you, the way they talk to you. Uh, that's on. That's based on my experience. However, um, you know, it's 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 very important uh, communication because you, you feel like um, you are not just an intern, you know, that they have to be responsible, responsible for that they have to look after. But. And they honestly make me feel like um like I've been there like for years <laughs> for the way they they yeah. talk to me and and communication. That's so awesome. That's cool. That's a nah. cool experience. How about you, Caitlin? Yeah, how about me? Yeah. Um, <laughs> um I think it's similar. I think it's similar. And it took me a while to like actually realize it. Like that's what we were like working in, right, Joe? Like a very more collaborative group other than um like a top-down very hierarchical there you go. I got that Hierarchical. word. Hierarchical. Oh, okay. <laughs> <laughs> cacul. Get the cacul in there. Um, uh, yeah. Um, so <laughs> it's not really top down. It's more collaborative. And the borders, the lines are more squiggles and waves. And so squiggles, squiggles and waves. waves. Oh, and so there's a lot of creativity involved and a lot of collaborative work and i really enjoy it it took me it did take me a while to get um acquainted with it um but i think 
I think it's a really cool way to work. So what and you guys can kind of reflect on your the beginning of when you were here, but uh this question's talking about some of the struggles that maybe you faced as far as like communication goes here, right? And so um I can say for me it's it was always like I'm trying to learn Portuguese, I'm trying to practice it, and it's always like if someone doesn't understand me and start I don't understand them and start speaking English, I'm like not yet. But um, for me, it's always like trying to understand what they're saying and get what they're saying and not just diverting to English all the time. Um, and of course, like my way of getting over that is always asking people, okay, just like talk a little bit slower and then just, it's just trying different things and figuring out what works. Um, so whatever you, what are some struggles that you face as far as communication goes here and how have you kind of like worked uh, to move past the uh, so, yeah. <laughs> uh, so Kayla, let's go oh, it's Caitlin. Um, no, I fully, I fully agree with you. Um, I like it just brought me back to when I first started in Sao Paulo, and I um, barely knew any Portuguese, and I would be trying, and then people in the store would start like get so excited that you're from the U.S. <laughs> and they want to speak English with you, like they're trying to practice too, and you know I would oblige because they're trying to practice as well, but it really like stunted my learning. Um, so yeah, that it really frustrated me. Um, how I didn't really get around that. I'm sorry. That's I can't give you um, a a tip how to get around that. Uh, but that I think um, knowing that you're gonna like, come into that, um, maybe practice Portuguese a little more. Like before you it come, doesn't, it doesn't have to be a tip. It's more so just like did it just take you being here long enough to get through it or like what are the certain things that you like went through to like that helped improve it or does it, it is it just simple as just experience i think it is like that's basically around about what i was trying to like yeah. explain that it's experience and i think that um people are excited to meet you when you're a foreigner right so they're gonna speak english with you but just keep at it keep be be more um be really like vigilant and speaking Portuguese. So that's it. Yeah. Cool. Since PA, if people don't know when, when I met him, he was speaking <laughs> really well, por Portuguese really, really, really well. And I did not know that he was not Brazilian. I thought he was Brazilian <laughs> and that, cause I was like, Oh, it's just Tommy's friend. Okay. Makes sense. Uh, and then I figured out that he's, you know, Haitian from studies in Florida. I was like, and then even our, our uh, director, Rafael, said he doesn't speak with a, with an accent. So they, we were all just like, "Where? how did you figure out how to do this? And I think for a lot of time when we were talking, we were actually just speaking in Portuguese to each other, too, before like we cracked the fact that we're both not Brazilian. So... Um, how how was your how was your uh, journey? What are some like issues that you come to grips with, and how have you kind of moved past those? You know, actually, <clears throat> when I first uh, met Joe, when I first got there in the office, I thought he was Brazilian. <laughs> and so I walked inside with uh, 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 Tammy, and I I spoke Portuguese with Joe, and he responded. And there, I had no. Um, um, Basically, there were no indication that told me he was American. I mean, he 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 spoke very well. He may not want to speak. He may want to <laughs> switch to English, but he does sound very well. 
And I didn't actually know that he was uh, uh, interning also until he actually told me, until he switched to English and he spoke English very well. I'm like, oh, okay. <laughs> That's when I really noticed, that, okay, oh, he's, he's a student also. But yeah. besides that, I thought he was Brazilian. Thanks, thanks. But um, my, my challenge is um, basically being in a different region, you know, having, you know, hearing different um, uh, accents. Uh, accents. Yeah. And I would say people here, they cut the words. You know, if there's oh, a yeah, five-syllable uh, word, they they make it in two. <laughs> and so you have to figure out what they're saying. But besides that, one of the other thing is also the uh, issues, uh, Caitlin and Joe, the, the, the challenge they have also is, okay, people know that you're from the United States, and okay, they want to speak English to you now. And so and one of, even, even when I try to... So, you know, when I speak to them, I try to speak in Portuguese and not give them the indication that, I, that I'm from the United States. They always know, like, where I'm from. Yeah, it's like, and, yeah, and that's... <laughs> <laughs> I, I tried it, like, because I remember, because I'll, I'll go with the Uber, and then I won't understand. I didn't understand what he would be saying, like, in, like, the first couple of weeks. And then the next week, because then we always get in this conversation, like, where are you from? Where are you from? All right? Because if you take Uber here, you'll get really good at introducing who you are and where you're from because you end up talking about it a lot. So, um, and then I thought it was hilarious because I would say something perfectly in Portuguese. He was still <laughs> asking me where I'm from. I'm like, how do you know? Like, what am I doing wrong here? It was, it was hilarious. And even today, I at work uh, during break, I met two guys and we were talking uh, you know, I asked them, hey, which which line has the best food? And it told me, oh, you know, they were telling me this, what they have. And then I said, oh, okay. I'm, and I responded, okay, I just want to eat. I'm hungry. <laughs> and then, so as I was talking, one of the guys, he was looking very, very intently at, at you know, he was looking at my expression, how I was talking. <laughs> And I immediately I noticed that he was um <laughs> he was basically diagnosing me <laughs> to see where where I'm from because he obviously it's like he knows I'm not from I'm not from the area and then um and then and then they came to a point where okay they asked me where I'm from uh, okay I, I told him okay take a guess and okay they they guessed a little bit and then. Finally, okay, they said, oh, you're from Haiti. I'm like, oh. I'm like, really? <laughs> and then I asked him, okay, how'd you know? Um, one other thing he said that, that's, that, that's very important. He said, because you were speaking proper proper Portuguese. <laughs> he told me I was speaking proper Portuguese. I'm like, oh, okay. So if you speak proper Portuguese, you're not from the area. And so, and and that's, that's one thing that's you would probably, if, you, if you're not from the area... Um, even if you try to speak like the natives speak, you know, cut the words and cut the syllables, you you'll, you'll probably get caught. Okay, you're not from <laughs> you'll here. Get caught. But the the my advice is um, to um, to not uh, want to not try to be like the natives, speak like the natives. Just speak with speak with the accent that you're comfortable with. Speak comfortably. If you if you speak proper. Just speak proper. Yeah. If you, you know, if you could throw, if you know a few slang you could throw in there uh, with comfort, do it with comfort. But my advice is, even if they speak English to you, 
you can always respond to them in Portuguese. And if they respond to you in English, then it's a give or take, give and take. Basically, you're take you're utilizing your Portuguese and they're utilizing their English. So it's not a problem that they're speaking English to you. And also, you can always ask them, hey, can we speak Portuguese so I can practice? And they'll be more than happy to uh, practice Portuguese with you. Thank you for listening to today's podcast. To keep up to date with us at Brazilian Experience, follow us on all social media platforms at Brazilian Experience. You can also follow me on social media at Joe Schmidtgen. That's J-O-E-S-C-H-M-I-T-T-G-E-N. And if you're interested in doing a program with us at B, visit our website at BrazilianExperience.com. See you guys next time. Bye-bye.